This episode was recorded before we realised we had ADHD. We've left our old episodes up as we now recognise our struggles and helpful tips were all ADHD related and we hope that they can help you too. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Just please be aware we won't specifically mention ADHD. Welcome to A Dopamine Kit, your weekly dose of positivity. We're your hosts, Sparky and Shell. Join us each week as we help change your habits, tackle fears and challenge your mindset. Let's get to it. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 18 of A Dopamine Kick. Today we're going to be discussing different techniques to help us to de-stress every single day. Thank you very much for listening. Episode 18 already. I can't believe it. Now, I know I say this every week, but if you could follow the podcast, that would be absolutely amazing. And don't forget to stick around until the end for our little kicker this week, as we've got a great challenge for you to take part in. So today we're going to go through different ways that you can de-stress every single day. It's so important to address your stress daily because that way it doesn't build up um, and fester and become something that's unmanageable. And in today's busy, hectic lives, that's really easily done. So we hear you and we know there's not enough hours in the day. We know this ourselves to achieve everything that you want to achieve and sometimes there's just not enough time to get everything done that you want to do so we're not going to give you loads of stuff to do you know stuff that's going to take hours to spend changing your life in this episode but we are going to suggest things that you can do that are going to take about five or ten minutes of your time that you can do on a daily basis and it's all stuff that will benefit you as well so that you can do these things every single day but first time for my favorite part of the episode the science bit Um, So I've got a great study for you today. Uh, As always, I'll include it in the show notes. Um, But the salient point to take away is what they discovered is negative reactions to daily stress is a vulnerability factor for depression. So it just highlights really how important it is that every single day you're doing something to manage your levels of stress um, because it is something that can have really serious consequences if it's left unchecked. Wow. And that that just goes to show really the massive amount of impact that feeling down and stressed can have not only on your body, but on your mind as well. So we're going to move on to how to de-stress daily. Um, We've got a couple of different ideas for you. Like Sparky said, they're all things that you can do um, really simply, really quickly. They don't have to take a lot of your time. So there's no excuse not to do at least one of them every single day. Um, And the first that we've got is just to simply move your body. So exercise is a fantastic way to relieve stress um, and its effects on the body. I mean, regular exercise is best, um, but don't discount simple things like just going for a walk or having a dance around the room or running up and down the stairs. It doesn't have to be a full-blown hour-long workout at the gym for you to get benefits on your stress levels. No, and you know what? That's really important to emphasise, that you don't need to do loads of exercise to make yourself feel better, as that can be really overwhelming for people who either don't like to exercise or don't exercise a lot or don't even have time to exercise that much. So it just needs to be little bits here and there whenever you have time to get your body moving on a daily basis. The next thing that we've got for you is to concentrate on your breathing. So we've already talked about in our past of breath episode how powerful breathing is um, in reducing stress and changing your uh, mood and your mindset Um, so if you've not listened to that episode go back and check it out we discuss a couple of different breathing techniques and Sparky even tries a new technique 
live on the podcast. Yes, I do. Is it live? Yeah, yeah, it is kind of live, isn't it? <laughs> sort of live. It is live. It was live sort to us live, as we yeah. recorded it. <laughs> so yeah, I tried this breathing technique and it was amazing. It made me feel really calm and uh, really relaxed. Definitely a great way to de-stress. And I think you know a lot of us do this on a daily basis. We don't really think about it, do we? We don't think about how the power of our breathing can change our state of being. And I think it's really powerful to understand the power of your breath. I just love the fact that it's something that you don't need any prep equipment. You don't need to have anything with you. You've you're, you're always breathing, so you can always take a moment and regulate your breath wherever you are, whatever situation you're in. I think that's really valuable to know that you've you've always got that sort of in your back pocket. Absolutely. And there's little things that you can do alongside breathing that can help you as well. So if you're feeling stressed, placing your heart, well, placing your hand over your heart and feeling your heart just beating is a good way to calm yourself down. And if you're interested about learning other techniques, such as the breathing techniques that we were talking to about just a minute ago, then please go back and listen to episode number 14. So the next thing we've got is listen to your favourite music. So this is something that Sparky, I know you've discussed before that you find it fantastic for de-stressing. Oh, oh yeah. I absolutely love listening to music. Uh, it helps me relax. It helps me de-stress and I get my dopamine kicks as well but it's also important to remind everybody that's listening to choose the music that you're listening to wisely because if you're feeling down it's uh, really easy to put on that sad playlist and dwell on all the negatives such as the words of the song or the memories that are connected with that song and I've done this on so many occasions before you know I've been driving home from work and I've had a really bad day and I've put that playlist on that sad playlist and even though I'm not really that sad I actually will make myself sad and so it's so easy to do this just chuck on that sad playlist and like Coldplay will come on or something and you can feel feel yourself sinking but we've got to remember that when we are using music uh, to help with our emotions that we're trying to use it in a positive way we're trying to use the music in a positive way so make a playlist that has all your happy songs on all the songs that make you feel really really good the songs that make you want to get up and dance (laughs) definitely and for me as we've touched on before as well um when I listen to music, it's to de-stress. It's usually in a dancing context. So I love like all that cheesy 90s pop music. I'll whack that on full blast. You know, my neighbours love me and turn the bedroom into a stage and just be like bopping around. And I do find that's a really good way to combat stress. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's also great to make yourself feel better in general. And you were just talking there, Shell, about your neighbours I do feel like my neighbours think I'm absolutely crazy. There'll be times when I'll literally just be blasting music and singing at the top of my voice. And I I mean, like the other day, I was just screaming meatloaf. I would do anything for love at the top of my lungs. (laughs) And I'm also one of those people that's a bit obsessive as well. So I will play songs over and over and over again. And at some point after about 10 to 15 plays, I'll think... Do the neighbours actually think that I've lost the plot? (laughs) This can't be normal. (laughs) 
That was something that I think we worked really well when we lived together because I will also do that, just have the same song on repeat, like sometimes for days at an end. Um, And I appreciate that's an incredibly irritating habit for other people. (laughs) (laughs) But luckily, (laughs) whenever we both got into a song... We really enjoyed it. It was fine because we were both into it. Yeah. (laughs) But just hell for anyone else around us. (laughs) Absolutely. Do you know what? I can't really explain it. All I know is that when people play the same songs over and over and over, I just think, seriously, you really need to turn that off. It's getting too much for me. (laughs) But for me, I don't know what it is. If I get if I get a song that I really love and I just I just can't I I just have I will literally have to wear it. Out. <laughs> I think I've got an obsessive personality, if I'm honest, and I don't know when to stop. <laughs> <laughs> there are even songs now that we used to listen to like what five, six, seven years ago. We still we still text each other when it comes on because it 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 gives it brings you memories. I I cannot hear Kesha's timber <laughs> without reaching for my phone and immediately. <laughs> Sending yeah. you a voice note, <laughs> usually with me singing loudly <laughs> or attempting to dance. <laughs> yes, that too. Yeah. <laughs> or what's that other one? Sarani playing games. That's another classic. Oh, that is gosh. a classic. We had, to, like, we had to look up all the words that one as well, couldn't we? Because we couldn't figure out what they were. We were both singing different things. <laughs> Honestly, I think if we had great tunes, a music license, those would be our intro and outro songs. <laughs> Classics. <laughs> Honestly, I think they would. They would, absolutely. (laughs) So the next thing that we've got for you is to use aromatherapy. So sense of smell is um, something that we don't utilise very often um, when we're talking about stress. Um, But actually, it's been shown to decrease the level of stress hormones in your body. Um, It can also unwind and help you feel more content in the moment. Um, There's things that you can do with like um, lighting candles, but it can even just be as simple as um, putting some scents on you in the morning or carrying them with you to smell at times that you feel stressed. Um, This is something that I'm going to admit I always thought was a little bit out there. I didn't really think that sniffing a stick of something when I was in a crisis was (laughs) going to do anything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I've, I've sorry you... I'm just laughing <laughs> sniffing a stick <laughs> but I've I've revisited my my thoughts on this because I've I've talked about my horrendous pregnancy before one of the things that I was given when I was pregnant by um I had a a, a midwife who was really into aromatherapy is she gave me a um it kind of looked like, you know, those like inhaler stick things for when you've got a snotty nose and they've got like albus yeah. oil in. It looked like one of those, but it had in it, I don't even know what the scent was, but it was supposed to reduce the feeling of nausea. Yeah. And I found that it actually really worked. Like it didn't didn't take it away completely. No, nothing can, unfortunately. Um, but I, it, it definitely just dialed it down a notch. Um, and I think probably some of it was to do with the breathing, sort of concentrating on your breathing, inhaling and exhaling to get the scent. Um, But definitely having that scent there, I did notice a difference and I did use it for my whole pregnancy. So I've been converted to the powers of aromatherapy. (laughs) I previously thought that it was like just something like, I don't know, the icing on the cake, I suppose. Like if you had like a, a hot, relaxing bath or something, you'd want it to smell like a spa. But I didn't think like if you were out and about like at work that smelling something would make any difference. But it can. What, what was this stick? 
Do you know what it was? She'd made it herself. I don't know what the scent was. Mm, I would really like to know because I want to try it. I've still got it. Shall I go look? Shall I go quickly look? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go on then. I, I, I want to know. <laughs> I feel, I feel like we're in um, uh, what, what's it called? That's it. A, a group of uh, uni students, and we're like, oh yeah, come on, let's try this. What, what we're gonna do today? <laughs> Sniff this stick. <laughs> so I have it, but sadly, it doesn't say. So did you find what it is? It's purple flame aromatherapy, and it's called nausea and sickness in labour. Oh no, it does. Ingredients. I don't recognise any of these. <laughs> what have you been taking? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Mentha viridis, Symbogen. Right. And Flexiosis. Okay, so what we've established here is Shell will take anything that's given to her in an in a time of uh, need and panic and stress. Hey, it was given to me by a medical professional. It's not just some random on the street. Okay. Well, yeah, you've got a point there, but we these these ingredients might be natural. We don't know. They worked for me. So sniff this at your own risk. Sniff this at your own risk. Well, it's true. <laughs> so one of the things that I like to do is light candles. I've got a nice salt lamp, which emits a nice glow. And I really like um, incense sticks as well. Well, I'm obsessed with them. I actually really like the smells. And the one smell that I really love is called... Nagshampa. And I don't know if that's the name of the actual smell or the name of the brand of incense, but Nagshampa original, honestly, is one of the best smells on this earth. It's just incredible. And it's it's great for relaxation. And most of the time you can smell it when you go into those, you know, when you go into those uh, shops uh, that sell crystals off the high street, I would wholly recommend that smell in your house because it's literally just perfect but the combination of incense and the candles and the salt lamp coming home and just turning the lights off for just five ten minutes um that's all you really need to relax and de-stress and it can make the world of difference to how you're feeling just taking a break after a bad day resets you and just makes you feel a lot calmer but also talking about aromatherapy and the sense of smell just remember as well there are actually four other senses sight touch taste and hearing so remember to use these as well because these can make all the world of difference so if you like to touch go and ask somebody for a hug because to somebody having a hug and touching someone can make the world of difference if you like taste maybe go and make yourself a really nice meal or hearing go and make a phone call go and speak to someone that you love and we already mentioned music as well and vision making a space in a room lighting a candle going out looking at the stars whatever it is that you know you like to see that makes you feel good Go and do those because remember, all of your senses are important for self-soothing and self-care. So the next thing that we've got for you is to find the positive. It, and this is something that can be so difficult to do when you feel like you've just got the weight of the world on your shoulders. But it has been proven, and we've touched on this in previous episodes, that a positive mindset will help you deal better with stress. And people who have a positive mindset are less negatively affected 
um, by stress. So please go back and listen to episode 10, um, which is our episode on increasing your positive daily thoughts. Speaking of positive thoughts, when we talk about ourselves, always remember that we need to think a lot more positively about ourselves because like we said in this podcast on many occasions, you wouldn't talk to your friends the way that you talk to yourself and the way that you end up talking about yourself can be so negative and that can, that can really affect us. So just be mindful of your own inner dialogue. And you can ask yourself some questions as well when you are feeling like this. So think about these questions. If someone else had this thought, what would I say to them? If I look back in five years time, how would I view this situation differently? And also, what strengths do I actually have rather than my weaknesses that are related to this situation that I'm in right now? So think of the positive aspects of yourself. Think about what it is in this situation that you can bring to the table that's your strengths. Because Thinking about the negative just brings you down and it makes you feel more and more stressed. And I know it's not easy when you're in a negative mindset, but just try to remind yourself that there are positive things about yourself and things that other people love about you. So focusing on the positives rather than the weaknesses that we have will help us feel like we can manage situations a lot better. So our next point is a little bit controversial, but I'm going to say it anyway, and that is to put down that coffee. So Numerous studies have shown that people who consume large amounts of caffeine every day tend to be more stressed out and anxious than those who don't. So it's not saying that you have to cut out caffeine completely, but if you are drinking more than a cup of coffee or one can of energy drink a day, it's time to cut back. So what I would say here is like, I love coffee. So coffee coffee for me is like, you know, a get through the day kind of thing. But... There was a time where I was drinking about 15 cups of coffee a day, maybe even more because I worked in a coffee shop. And honestly, I can tell you 100% from maybe this is anecdotal, but I felt a lot more anxious than I usually do. And that's because caffeine is a stimulant and I'm not demonising caffeine here. I love coffee and I think, you know, if you love enjoying your morning coffee and and it gets you through the day, then, you know, more power to you. That's great. I'm the same. But just try to think about how many cups that you are having a day because it can have a negative impact on you if you're drinking too much of it. So the next one that we've got for you is to identify your stress. So although some level of stress is normal, being constantly overwhelmed is not. So it may be that there's areas of your life, your job, your relationships, your daily routine that are contributing to unnecessary stress and making changes They could be big or they may even be small changes, um, could have a huge impact on your overall stress levels. Also as well, try to set some boundaries. Say no if you need to. I know know this is really difficult because... I do this all the time, you know, I say I'm not going to do something and then I end up agreeing to do it and I don't have the time or I know that if I go through with that, I'm going to be really, really super stressed, but I'll think I can kind of fit it in. But sometimes we do have to say no and we need to get used to this idea that saying no to something isn't a negative thing. Actually, if you feel like it's going to, it's going to contribute to you being more burnt out, more stressed just politely say to somebody, I'm really sorry, I don't have time to do that this week. Let's arrange it another time. It's completely okay to do that. And I think we need to stop 
stressing ourselves out by saying this to people because our friends and our family they understand this they everyone goes through this we all do it you know we do it on a daily basis we say yes to things that we know we shouldn't really be saying yes to so everyone kind of understands and the more deeper meaningful relationships that you have with people and you communicate and you communicate more with them the more people will understand that sometimes you just do need to kind of have that time off you know maybe you've got a busy day than you expected and we don't want to send ourselves over the edge by bringing on more and more of that workload or more things that we need to do so setting boundaries they can be really difficult but the more you set them the easier it will become so just keep that in mind the next thing that we've got for you might sound a little bit silly so it's to chew some gum And the reason that we've got this is because um, some preliminary research has shown that the act of chewing stimulates brainwaves that are similar to the ones that are found in people when they're calm and relaxed. Um, So it's not it's not a proven study as of yet. It's just preliminary work. Um, But it's certainly it's it's worth a try. And, you know, added bonus, fresh breath. (laughs) You know what? I always think about this when people are in the movies and they're chewing gum and things and they always look really more relaxed. Have you noticed the characters that are the coolest in the movies seem to be chewing the gum and they seem to be less stressed. Maybe that maybe that's got something in it. I didn't even know that there was any research done on this, so I always thought that that was a given anyway. So the next thing that we've got for you is one that we um, mention quite a lot and that's to laugh lots. So it's no no secret that laughter can Im- help improve your mood, but it also helps you cope with stress as well and the physical signs of stress. So make time in your daily life for laughter. You know, it might just be something as simple as watching a funny TV show or spend time with friends that make you giggle and you enjoy being around. Because adding a little bit of humour to your life where you can will make it more enjoyable. Definitely. And this is something that I wholeheartedly agree with. And I think I said in another episode before, humour is a great way to de-stress. It's a great way to take your mind off things. Even if things are going really bad in your life um, or, you know, they're not going right for you, sometimes just... Trying to see the funny side in things can really help. And that's not taking away from the problems that you have, but it's helping you deal with that problem. And and I, I know that I have inappropriate humour anyway. I'm the type of person that would laugh in, in, in really in situations where you shouldn't really be laughing. But we try to do this on this podcast every single week. If there's no laughs or we feel that the episode's too dry, <laughs> I know we'll be like, oh, this is a dry episode. And we like to laugh we like to have a joke we like to have fun and we really do feel that you know it's 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 the best way it's the best way to de-stress so have as many laughs as you can definitely we've also got on our list something again we've touched on before which is to quit procrastinating um so we know from previous episodes that procrastination will lead you to decision fatigue and that in itself is going to add more stress Make sure that even if you aren't going as far as uh, planning out your day, that you prioritise taking care of what needs to be done. Um, And again, ties back to our episode on getting stuff done and eating those frogs. If you get it done out the way first thing in the morning, even if you don't want to do it, it's done then and you've got the rest of the day. Yeah. And this is something that we have both admitted to on this podcast before that we do this a lot. And you know, Shell's favourite phrase, which is it's dead to me when she doesn't like to do things. But sometimes in life, we do have to do things that we don't want to do. And, and 
And just getting those hard things out of the way can really help you feel less stressed and able to enjoy the rest of the day. So try doing that and see if that works for you. It's a weight off your shoulder as well, isn't it? Like you can feel the difference when you've got something looming over you that you don't want to do and you're putting it off and you finally get it done. You do feel lighter, like I think we all know that it does feel better. It's just hard to convince ourselves to take that step. Yeah. But if we keep telling ourselves that we'll feel feel better when it's done, then hopefully that will give us some kind of motivation to actually get the task started and, you know, get it done. So the very last point that we've got for you is to prioritise self-care. So all of the examples that we've listed are aspects of self-care so we're planning on doing an entire episode on um, other methods of self-care as well but today we've just stuck to ones that you can simply do in five to ten minutes Um, but it's something that you should be looking at doing every single day so you need to put effort into your personal wants and needs every single day well yeah your personal your personal wants and needs are you know our purpose in life really aren't they they're the main things that we enjoy doing they give us fulfillment they give us joy so by factoring those in even if it's just a little thing every single day then it gives us some sense of satisfaction on a daily basis so you could be going for a walk maybe you like going for a walk maybe you like taking your dog out maybe there's an activity or a hobby that you like doing try to factor and schedule this in on a daily basis as much as you can we all know that when we do things that we enjoy we feel better we feel more positive and we feel like we can conquer the world and that's basically what this is all about it's about de-stressing yourself as much as possible and even though it may be difficult take some time to sort of plan it so that you know exactly what it is you've got coming up because If you've got an empty diary or if you don't feel like you're planning anything, sometimes that can even take a hold of you because there's nothing to look forward to. So having things to look forward to on a daily basis is a great way to feel positive. So it can be really difficult to prioritise self-care when you're when you've got others to take care of and when you've got responsibilities um, towards other people. But if you continue to put yourself last, then that's going to be detrimental to your mental well-being. Um, And so it's really important in that circumstance that you still do continue to prioritise your self-care just five to ten minutes every day um, because that is going to put you in the the best possible position to um, reduce your stress in the long run. And that's really important to emphasise because you know, we can all turn around and say, do this, do that, do this. But we appreciate that everybody's life is different and we all have different commitments with different things in our lives. Some people are, so some people have children, some people don't. So it's important that we do remember that everybody's different. So we're ho- really hope, so we're really hoping that you can take something away from this list and there is something that you can find in there that is going to help you de-stress on a daily basis. And that's the end of all of our points this week and we've just got time for our little kicker this week which is a challenge yay so our challenge for this week and it's something that i want you to start today um is to spend just five to ten minutes every day deliberately working on one of these uh points that we've discussed so de-stressing um or you know it could be something different if you think there's something that we've missed um but five to 10 minutes every single day for the next seven days do something to actively reduce your level of stress Um, and I'd really like it if people could get in touch with us and let us know 
what they've tried and whether or not they felt it's made a difference to them at the end of the week. So if you do want to get in touch with us, our Instagram and Facebook handles are in the description below or you can send us an email and we'd really appreciate it if you could also follow us on Instagram and Facebook as well. Okay, see you next week. Bye. All right, that's everything this week, guys. But if you want to carry on with the conversation, join us over on our social media platforms. We're on all the major channels and our handle is at a dopamine kick. We'd also be super grateful if you could leave us a review on the podcast wherever you're listening as it helps us to grow our audience and help more people. Okay, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.